What's up, everybody? It's here, finally, after, man, people have been anticipating this one for a while. It's the Book of Boba Fett. This is a full-on spoiler review of the episode. It is out on Disney Plus now, so for people who are wondering, is it going to be spoilers? Yes, full spoilers on the Book of Boba Fett. A lot of questions answered, a lot of questions still out there, and new ones posed. So we're uh, very excited to be talking about this one with you guys today. It's me and my lonesome kind of going through what I saw, how I liked it, and I'm excited to talk to you guys about it. So let's get into this thing, man. It's the uh, it's the book of Boba Fett. Spoilers. I'm ready. I can feel your anger. It gives you focus, makes you stronger. All right, everybody. Welcome back to Sith Council. It's me, Christian Harloff, here to talk about book of boba fett spoiler heavy gonna jump into it go over the episode i'm pumped for it man and i for people brand new to the show by the way please go over the channel subscribe and hit the notification button please we get a star wars show every week every friday we have another show called the big thing where we interviewed katie sackoff from mandalorian she was on the show uh and other stuff that we do as far as reviews and trailer reactions and all that but you're here for Book of Boba Fett. I'm here to talk about Book of Boba Fett. And, dude, I loved, absolutely loved this episode because I'll tell you why. I never wanted a Boba Fett movie. I never wanted a Boba Fett series. I didn't care. Um, it was one of those things where, yeah, B Boba Fett was cool, but I didn't, I didn't, I was never on the train of I needed a Boba Fett this, I needed a Boba Fett that. When they, when Disney announced that they, they had bought um, Lucasfilm, I was, like and they said they had said that Han Solo was going to get a movie, Yoda was going to get a movie, Boba Fett was going to get a movie. I'm like, eh. I'm not on the argument of the universe or the galaxy is smaller every time you do these characters, but I am if you do it the wrong way. Uh, I don't necessarily think we needed a Han Solo movie. Didn't hate it, just didn't think we needed it. Uh, there are certain times you just throw characters in there, and I don't think we you need it. The Luke Skywalker in Mandalorian I thought was fantastic and fit the narrative of the story. So I always push back against people who said that that made it smaller because it didn't. Um, but with this one and using the Mandalorian as an example, they set Boba Fett up because Josh Trank was supposed to do a movie and then Simon Kinberg at one point was doing, I think it was the same movie, the, the Tales of the Bounty Hunter and all that. And and obviously with the addition of Disney+, Plus, they, they had more time to build the character of Boba Fett. And when you watch the gallery series from season one of Mandalorian, you see Filoni and Favreau setting up those spurs when Fennec Shan is 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 down and out and looks like she's gone. And here come those those spurs. And you're like, they knew that it's Boba Fett. And there's that one shot in the gallery series where like, you think they're gonna know? It's like how, you know, whether they do or not, this is gonna be a great setup. And they set him up perfectly in the second one. And they set up what happens in this series with his code of honor. And I really liked that a lot in Mandalorian where Din was like, hey, okay, you can go now. He's like, nah, I can't. I told you I'd help you get the kid back and you don't have him back. So until that is set, I, I can't help you. I can't leave. And he, and he winds up helping him out. And then we see at the end of season two, he's got to settle the score. He goes in, he wipes out Bib Fortuna, he takes the throne, Jabba's palace, and here we are. Uh, so that was the setup. And you're like, okay, great setup. And then the trailers come out. And you're like, wait, this is the Sopranos in, in in Star Wars? Okay. It's a gangster. Even in that setup uh, in, what is it, in The Phantom Menace. You can't take them there. The huts are gangsters. Like the whole that whole section of gangsters. And 
this is where we start out and this is where we go into the the show itself so and the the first thing that we see by the way that's not it uh the first where the hell is it? Oh, i just did this whole thing there it is all right the first thing that you see in the show is Jabba's palace and we know okay i didn't know when you're starting it off like what are we going to see now we're going to see this are they going to recreate the whole thing to let people know okay so if you need to get caught up boba fett took the throne no they don't do that they they say we we, we hope that you've seen mandalorian and the end of mandalorian because we're getting right into it and then you see boba in a tank and you're like well what the hell's going on now where is he is this like what what part of this why is he in a tank is he it looks like he's chilling and relaxing and it's ultimately he's healing what he's what he's doing as he's as he's laying there and then they answer the question right away of what this show is going to be the book of boba fett right and i always thought this is going to be chapters of his life in flashback but i wasn't sure how they were going to do it was each episode going to be um things that he did, how he did it, a full-on episode of, of chapters of his life in between Empire, Clone Wars stuff, all of that. And it, the answer was a mixture of all of it. It's a back and forth, and I hope that they do that. They go, they go chapters of his life each and every um, episode, and they intertwine it with the tales of the bounty hunter, intertwine it with the stuff that's happening now. That's what this first episode was and why I dug it a lot. So you see, and they flashback right away, the the pain that he's been feeling all of his life about the death of Django. And this is why some people have rumored Mace Windu to come back and, you know, he wants redemption on him and all that. And I, I again, I, I stand by what I said in the beginning here that if, if it fits into the story the right way and they set it up the right way, then maybe I'll get to a point where I'm like, okay, they set it up well enough that I accept it. I just don't think I need to see um, Mace Windu come back. Love Sam Jackson. I just think that it was a nice ending to the fact that, you know, they, 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 they even were able to take out one of the most powerful Jedi. Because if, if not, what's he doing? He's been hanging out and not helping during this whole entire time because he's mad. There's another Luke situation. It's like, dah. But it's for another time. But what we do get is we get young Boba and and it's and then we flash back to him again. He's still in pain. But then we start to get into it. And he's in the Sarlacc. And that was the question. Are we gonna see him get out of the Sarlacc? And the answer is yes. My question is, where the hell did that stormtrooper come from? Where, where, where there was no stormtroopers on uh Jabba's palace, right? Am I wrong about that? feel like there there wasn't um or or around that but i mean I, but, but again he could have just been digesting they they said it many times over digesting for the thousands of years or whatever so here he is and he's he's in the he's in the belly he's got to get out he uses the oxygen of the stormtrooper and he pops out of the sand which was fantastic goes around the other side gets out but this is the best shot of the whole entire series this is this this is what you were wondering for years what the hell happened to Boba Fett? And right there, there it is. That is the best shot, one of the best shots in new Star Wars um, that that you're just geeking out as a kid. Like if I sent this to my friend John Pinto, who's a casual, fan, a big Star Wars fan, but, but a casual kind of movie fan in general, um, he'd lose his mind if I sent that. And he'd probably watch the series immediately. Like look at that. I That is such a great scene. The only thing that I will say that I wish they would have done 
Um, it's not it, it, there's there's a there's a fix for it. But my my the one thing that I wish they would have done is they they just got this the deep fake guy from the the. the, the I don't know. I can't remember the name of the channel, but he's he's incredible, and he he deep faked Luke of the Mandalorian. It looked much better than what they actually did. He deep faked Tarkin. It looked much better than what they actually did. And Lucasfilm hired him. I wish they would have deep faked Tamora Morrison in these scenes. Um, I know that he probably didn't because there's a lot of these flashback scenes, but he looks the same age, and it's like how many? Well, I guess it's only five years, right? Five, something like that. So it's not too far off. But I don't know. Maybe they didn't have to do it too much. But And plus the fact, I guess the fix is that he's so tattered up and so pale from being where he is that who cares? And it's 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 not something that bothered me. There's only one thing in this episode that really I was like, that could have done without it. We'll get to that in a little bit. But this shot, best shot of the whole. And, and, and I could just imagine how Robert Rodriguez was. Did a great job. The music in this is great. Ludwig did the composed a lot of the themes, but he did not do the score. Can't remember the the, the person's name who did the score, but it, it it really worked for this new tone and it separated itself well from the Mandalorian. And then the Tuscan Raiders come in, man. The Sand People come in, and they are they find well before even we get to that, we the the those little bastards, the little Jawas come in, and they strip him. We know we finally figure out and find out how he lost all his armor. Sand People just come in; they don't even they are wretched little turds they really are they don't leave you they leave you for dead they smack you in the head with a thing they go, if you figure it out if you're gonna lie, you're gonna live or not we're just taking all your shit and that's exactly what they did they just ripped them off and it's like being in certain neighborhoods in queens when i was there man um and uh and anyway so like he is he is out he is out he's a poor guy he, he lasts the sarlacc which probably no one has ever done or at least not not heard about it Gets out with his armor. They rip him off, and here come the sand people. And the sand people come in, and you don't know what they're going to do with him. You know, like, why, why are they taking him? And they ultimately just they wake his ass up, take him, and then they 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 drag him on. Uh, they drag him onto the village, and you know he's waking up in the village, and he's just like, "What's next?" And I love this scene. I love all of it because at this point you're like, because the name of it is, I forget, it's like a man in a strange town or a stranger in it, whatever, whatever it's called. It's, it's setting up two things. It's, it's A, this, this part of um, him, him in the, in, with, with the sand people earning his, earning his stripes, the Tuscan Raiders, being in that village, trying to survive. And it's the same side as the mirror is him trying to, pop as a crime lord and him trying to get respect so it's he's still he's been a bounty hunter all his life so he's a stranger in both sides of it which i loved i loved the, the double meaning of this of this episode and it made a lot of sense but he's when he's in this he's in the village and they set up real well because you don't know what he's doing they just he's just there whether they're going to use him for labor or whatever they're going to do and i like the side of the sand people too and it also sets up it makes you it makes you feel for the sand people a little bit because there's that scene where um there's that the 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 woman um Tuscan Raider and she comes out and and Boba's about to strike her and he doesn't and you're like Anakin and and there's a kid too and you're like Anakin killed now when, when he says I killed them all the women and the children and now you have a little bit more relate to relate to it becomes a little bit more devastating that scene because there it's such a short scene in Attack of the Clones that you, you never really attach to it. Um, you hear him say it, but when you see a little bit more of how this village works and what they're doing, 
that they're not just kind of mindless creatures. They have a little bit more to do. You, it, it gives a little bit more merit to that scene in Attack of the Clones. So that's another thing I thought it did very well um, and why I dug it. So, And then they, they have this, 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 the relationship with the Rodian throughout the entire thing is, is great because he's like, hey, and it shows a little bit more about Boba Fett. He's like, hey, all right, dude, you want me to help you out? I can use you, and it shows you basically what he did with Fennec, but he tries it with the Rodians. Like, I'll, you want me to cut your chains? I'll get you out of here. We can get, we can move. And this little prick starts screaming and yelling, and sends everybody sends everybody off after him after Boba. So there's a great scene. I thought I took the shot. I didn't take it, but um, there's a shot of when the when he tries to escape because he he and he and he doesn't. Boba has they they really paint Boba because with this show you gotta like Boba and he can't just be kind of a ruthless criminal and a ruthless bounty hunter and and, and you can't because the Tony Soprano um Walter White angle in Disney and in Star Wars, as cool as it could be, they're not gonna do it, right? Because you you're not gonna get you gotta have some kind of redeeming qualities and they set it up in mandalorian it wasn't just that he's got it he's got code he wants to honor and he says it in this episode he says i job ruled with fear i don't want to rule with fear i want to rule with respect it's what he looked for all of his life it's what he wants to do it's it's how he it's how he rolls you know if you if any any shows if you screw around with him he's he'll, he'll wipe you out but he's gonna give you a shot um and that's what he does with the rodian and then so he he, he whatever the the terrier thing is what the the, the it, he doesn't kill that thing. Could, but he doesn't. He just wipes its head and he goes, listen, he even says it to later, there's no hard feelings, mate. And he said, chill out. I'm getting out of here. And he's exhausted still and the and the Tuscan Raiders chase him down. They're like, okay. And the chief is like, you, get in there and kick this guy's ass. He's exhausted. He kicks his ass. And then we get back. We're not get back to. We start to now get into what we all thought through the trailer, what the show was going to focus on, and that's Boba as the new crime lord. Boba taking Jabba's palace and Fennec by his side. Fennec wakes him up and says, get up, boss. It's time to it's time to move. And he looks a lot better now, obviously, from what we just saw in the flashback. And he's moving through and and he he's and he gets dressed and he's got the he's got the droids helping him out, get, get into the suit. And, and he sits down on the throne. And and this is most of this scene coming up. I loved the tribute of this is the new guy. We got to pay respect. And people start coming in and start paying respect to him. And so you get the first tribute comes in and he's like, okay, here's, here, here's, here's what, here's what we can give you. Thank you very much. Get lost. And then this great scene with the, with the guy he used to work with and the, and he says, you know, we hope you stay here forever. And he's like, even when, uh, even when they, when they give you a compliment, it sounds like a threat. And now we get to the part, I didn't like this guy. I didn't like him. And I tell you, it's probably the same problem I have. It's not the character so much, and it's not even the acting performance. He seemed out of place speaking basic, speaking English. It was very the same problem I had with Lady Proxima in Solo. And I know, I know that that we see certain there's certain times when people like are speaking basic or aliens and it works. But this guy didn't seem like he was in Star Wars for some reason. It seemed like he was in a different like 
I don't know. You know, mayor says this. Oh, let me. Uh, let me I, I don't know. I didn't. I, he could win me over because this guy. He's not going away anywhere. The mayor. That's going to be a big, a big part of the show. You can tell the way that it's set up. He's like, and and I liked. I liked the story beat of it. I liked the idea of. Okay, here we're here. Uh, the mayor couldn't make it. He sent me. All right. Well, what's the mayor giving you? Oh, that was the other thing. A little misunderstanding here. Um, mayor, he's not giving you anything. Oh. All right, well, we'll take your thanks. Oh, other misunderstanding. Where's our, Where's the thing you're supposed to give us? Like, no, we're going to let you live. How about that? Oh, that's where you want to play? Okay, I'll tell the mayor. All that's great. It just was the delivery of this particular, this is the one part of the whole show, the delivery of it just felt a little off to me. Um, and it could get better. There could be some more to it. I just didn't, I felt like, I just didn't feel like this guy was in it the way that I felt, you know, and it wasn't the acting. It was just the performance of it. And I think that maybe however Robert Rodriguez wanted to play this particular scene. But I hope, and it's very possible, that whether it's episode three, four, or five, whenever this guy comes back, I'm like, hey, remember what I said in episode one? Won me over. I'm, I'm, way, I'm, I'm into it now. But didn't work for me. But what did work for me was right afterwards, loved this scene with the two, the two Grimorian guards coming in. And they're like, yeah, you got you to kill him. You got to wipe them out. Show, and this is the whole theme of the, this episode is you got to do things the old way and show power the way that Jabba did because that's how people will start to fear you and they'll and they'll and they'll know you're for real. And he's like, and he says to the guards, he goes, "Listen, you were very loyal to Jabba. You were very loyal to Bib Fortuna. You'll be loyal to me." And they kneel, they kneel, and they say, and that's that's them going, "Yeah, we'll be loyal to you." And Fennec turns over and she goes, "I don't know, it's a bad idea." And he's like, I'm just going to trust my gut. I'm going to go with it, and I'm going to move. And it turns out, in this episode at least, that it, it's the right move because they come in and they save him uh, later on, and and I love seeing them fight and, and do their thing. So all the stuff that you kind of – it was very similar to me, like what they did with the Crate Dragon in, in episode one of season two Mandalorian. It's like all these things that you wanted to see as a kid that they just didn't have enough time with – in return of the in, in in the movies and that's one of the things i love if you again if you're brand new to the channel i have been yelling from the heavens that i think star wars is much better fit in television than it is on big screen because of stuff like this this is a 45 minute episode and in a movie you'll probably have another hour maybe an hour and 20 minutes or so to tell the rest of the story that's like you know what two more episodes and then it's over as opposed to these 10 episodes I think we're getting or nine episodes I can't remember but it would, however many episodes it is I think it's nine however many episodes it is you have it let it breathe and set up a structure and that's what we're doing here whether the Gamorians are going to wind up turning on them later on or or not you have that possibility right you have all these um the, the setup of of the of the the tone of the respect and the idea of how are you going to rule and 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 the back and forth of the 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 stuff that happened in his past and the stuff that's happening now and how it all intertwines this is why i think it's a great setup and it's a really good setup for the for the rest of the season if they particularly do it this way or they might switch it up and do it another way but i thought robert Rodriguez did a great job in setting us up and getting us into what this is about and then i love this they go now they go into the town and Fennec said, you got you to let them carry you. You got to let them carry you. He's like, I don't want them to carry me. I'm not going to run around like a, like, a, like you know, a lazy noble or whatever he says. He's like, I'm not, why am I going to do that? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to walk in on my feet like a, like a proud, uh, proud the fighter that I've always been. And, and I'm going to do it differently. 
And that's the structure of what he's been set up. I'm like not doing it. And he says as much. So I'm not doing it the way that they did in the past. I'm doing it my way. Because you're dealing with a different kind of politic here. And you can tell once Jennifer Beals comes in, Jennifer Beals comes in, and this is the way that they've always done it. And it's very and it mirrors many different societies over the course of history. It's like they want you to do it the way it's been done. And then there are certain people that try to come in and do it a different way. They either succeed and they're remembered forever, or they try and they get wiped out, or they just they're not respected. And this I this is the type of politics in Star Wars that I love when it's done right. And this is politics. But it's done in a in, in a gangster way, and there's probably I mean, hell. You know, there's there's a politics in Sopranos and the way that the hierarchy and how you get it done and how you play it and who 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 you make friendships with and all that kind of stuff, and that's what they're doing here. So I love the way that they're setting all this up. Um, and they walk into the town and then they go over to this the the casinos and you see Snice Noodles playing in the background and and Jennifer Beals comes up. She looks great, by the way, and she and I love her character right away. And then he's he's like, yeah. I'm, Okay, Lord Fed, here's your, here's your payment. Here's what you get. Short's like, oh, I didn't realize that it was you because you didn't, they didn't carry in. He's like, yeah, I don't do that. And she's like, oh, all right, apologies. And she's, she's got to be doing uh, whether or not she send out those guards to come out and get him later on. We're gonna find out, but she's gonna play a bigger part. So this is another thing that I'm really loving about this show is setting up all the players. Is she on his side? Is she not on his side? Is she who's she working with? All these is she working with the mayor? Like all these characters that are now being set up in this episode. It's like this is the gangster story that we wanted. And I love the way that it goes back and forth. And we'll get into the, you know, the kind of the the ending of it. But it was enough time. And and with 45 minutes, I was worried when I saw it. I'm like, ah, we're not gonna have enough time. We had more than enough time. We had enough time to set up what he did with the Tuscan Raider side of the camp and how that story starts and how it ends with the stuff that is now being set up with him trying to gain respect inside of this uh, inside of this new career that he has. You know, and Fennec is still. That's what I loved about Ming Na again. Oh, she's so great, and she she's so great, and. She stays consistent to the character that she's been playing, whether it is in the in the Bad Batch or in Mandalorian. She's loyal to this guy because this guy saved uh, her life. And she tells him straight up, and she's like, can I be honest? He goes, yes, speak freely. Let, let me know. And they did it a couple times, by the way, so a couple things that um, you thought the misdirects in the trailer. Like there's the one scene where she's talking to the mayor's guy, and she says to him, uh, you know, if if, if you would have done that to Jabba, he would have fed you or to the rank or whatever she says to him would would have had you killed. Um, and we thought that she was saying that to that that table of other gangsters, right? And then when he says "speak freely," he could he, whether he's saying it again or whether he's actually saying it to uh, Fennec in this episode, which I think it is because Boba's playing it. Boba's not Boba's not wiping people out. Fennec, if he's up to Fennec, Fennec would be killing everybody. She wanted, she wanted to blast the mayor's guy. She wanted to blast everybody. He's like, nah, we're not doing it that way. And I think that's, you know, that's that's age. That reminds me of me in the comments section. A couple of years ago, you just want to yell, yell at everybody. And now it's like, no, just chill out. Talk to people. Um, But anyway, so then they, 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 they get their payment from Jennifer Beals, where she's going to appear later on in the story. We do not know. And all hell breaks loose in the street as they're coming out. And those freaking Jawas again, man. You'd figure that. Well, you know, maybe maybe Bubba doesn't really. He could have been pretty unconscious by the and and out of it. He doesn't even realize that the sand people wiped him out. He probably just assumes it. But they wipe these little bastards again. They steal all the money that they just got, all this payment, and then here come these guys with these with this crazy ass um, 
system that they got them blocked in like ninjas. They can't get out. And that's when the Gamorreans come in, save them. And and all hell breaks was in Boba does. It. You see that viciousness of Boba that's shot. I was I was hoping because you know he in the trailer he swings that axe. You're like, oh, he's going, he's going hardcore. And I was hoping they weren't going to go like, okay, he's saving everybody now, and they're going to show the axe kind of go next to the guy. No, he wipes the guy out. He takes him out. And then one of my favorite, another one of my favorite parts in the whole show is this. He is pissed off, and he sees one of these guys going, and he just blows him up. And like two seconds later, he tells Fennec, he goes alive, alive, and he's not saying alive to because he wants him he doesn't want her to kill he tells because he wants to find out what the hell's going on what happened who who's doing this and fennec goes all right and she runs up she catches both of them she dumps the one guy over and kills him which i thought was was great she's like okay i told him i keep he told me one of you alive i don't need you both alive keeps the other one alive and then we're going to find out exactly or at least try to get some information out of him um great scene and it also is very. It was to me. It was. It, it let Fennec shine at that point as she's as she's running through and she's and she's got to find a way to, to catch these guys and they're pretty skilled too. And they they there was it's a great scene on the roof. But they don't they don't over they don't overplay it. It's enough to where okay they're gonna try to she's gonna try to get them. Looks like she's jumping off the roof. She goes around the other side, kills one of them, takes the other one hostage. Great scene, great scene. And it was it's that's what I loved about this show. Short, sweet. The stuff that they say and stuff and and the the dialogue inside of it, go. You you set me up enough. Let's move. So and then we get back to because now Bob is all messed up again. Go because he got shocked by one of the guards. So the Gamorreans stick him in the tank. He goes back and he's having these dreams as he tells Fennec again. He's having the dreams again. She didn't really give a shit when he told her too. By the way, she's like, all right, yeah, we got stuff to do. Only here we get dreams, but. We go to the dreams again, or not even the dreams, the, the flashbacks of, of his life. And they show, and I wonder how much more they're going to spend in the flashbacks of Tatooine. Is this is this going to be the, are they going to continue on? Are they going to show you him working more so with sand people? Because the reason I asked that, if, if, they, if this particular scene didn't happen, I would assume that they move on to another side of it and show what he was doing during empire or what he was doing during these other times you know um but the only reason i think they might stick with the tuscan raiders is because the way that they set this up they go as they're before they're hunting for the water pods and all that they see these raiders kind of going through and and you know killing off villagers or whatever they're doing and and taking off and and looking uh and boba's boba looks concerned about it so i don't know if they're gonna if they're going to play with that storyline. I don't necessarily think that they have to, but maybe they do. I don't know. Um, but they but they do start to set up more, and that's like the the Tuscan kid who is there, and Boba doesn't. Boba could smack this kid around. He doesn't. He drinks a little of the water, and the kid tries to hit him. He's like, no, I'm going to take a drink. He's like, no, you're not. Give it back to me. I'm going to feed my – I'm going to have the, the beast kind of drink. And then as they as they move through, though, and then this thing, man, this was a cool creature. Because I was worried, that, what they do? They wake up another crate dragon. We saw that already. And the Rodian, the Rodian had his chance. Rodian blew it. Rodian blew it. Boba tried to tell him again. He's like, "Look, man, we could have gotten out of here together." Except you start screaming like an idiot. And I had a shot. I had a shot to get. I could have gotten us off world, and we can still do it if you let's let's get out of here. And the the thing, the Rodian just wants to doesn't want to do it. Just wants to be a little prick. And what happens to him? What happens to him? He gets choked out by this thing. And not only gets choked out, he gets smashed into the sand and 
Nobody gives a shit about him at the end. So, tough shit, Pally. Look at you. But there's, there's, then there's the scene, of, you know, Boba comes in, does what he's got to do, um, helps out the kid, rips off the things, or the, the, they, they cut the thing's head off, which I got to be honest, though, too. I think he was just sleeping, you know? He was just sleeping. Taking a nap, and somebody starts messing with you. He's like, get away from me. I'm trying to nap. My show starts in a half an hour, and then you idiots are, are, are waking me up. I'm going to kill this thing, and I'm going to kill you. And then they cut his head off? That sucks. But either way, this is a great scene. Goes back to the village. The kid's excited, and the, the chief gives him the water, and now Boba's accepted, right? That's, that's where we land. Phenomenal episode. Great way to, to, to set it all up and start it. And, it's, and I think that it's a, either you're going to get people that if you're not into, if you weren't into, well, I wasn't really into Boba Fett. You know, I didn't really care, but there are people who just kind of stamp their feet down and say, this is just, I, I, like I said, it drives me crazy when people go, this makes the galaxy smaller. It, it doesn't. This is another, this is a subsect of the, that we've always heard about with the crime underlord and all that, that hasn't really been explored. Minus Jabba doing a couple things. So what Boba Fett's in it? He's telling, he's, he's the familiar face inside this world of the crime like i'm so fascinated by the 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 crime world on tatooine and all that like are we sticking on tatooine are we going off world i don't know do we necessarily need to like there's like in obi-wan i'll be honest i want to see him go off world and especially now that we spend so much time in tatooine in this show i think that it's a guarantee we're going off world in, in obi-wan how much time do we spend off world? Now, this is another reason why I think that they might do this structure and set as they set up this structure for um, when they set they're setting up the structure of the stuff that's happened in Boba's past uh, to the stuff that's happening now. I think that should be the overall structure of the show. It it makes it different than Mandalorian and other shows that they've done or other things that they've done. Um, which would be great. And it also brings back a little bit of that familiarity that we've seen in the past that it doesn't, like, like when they showed the Clone War scene, it was great. They didn't, they didn't spend too much time. They, they used it to show you that Boba is still pained by the death of his father, you know, the death of the clone, but to him, his father. Um, they show you within seconds of how, here's that question. How did he get out of the Sarlacc pit? That's how. How did he lose his armor? That's how. How did he, he do? I mean, these questions that were set up, but it didn't spend. It wasn't like. Uh, it wasn't like. What's your name? Uh, Solo. What? No. It, it was. It was set up in a way like. Oh, okay. Really love this episode. I told you my one gripe. I just wish they would have used alien subtitles for that one character. Same dialogue. Everything's great. It's just there was something about the way that he delivered it. Just didn't feel like he was in Star Wars to me. But other than that, digging it. What I really dig, besides the score and all that I mentioned, and the direction by Robert Rodriguez, who I think was fantastic in his direction. You can tell he really loves Boba Fett, as does Favreau, who produced. Um, the art. And this is something that I hope that they continue to do. You can tell that the, the art and the idea of how they imagine certain scenes and they show the art at the ends what they did with the Mandalorian both seasons and then they're doing this. I hope they do this with all of the shows and I hope they don't do the thing that they did with the movies, which I think was so stupid when they like, we're not doing crawls for, for, for movies that are outside the saga trilogy. Why? It's star Wars. 
that's Star Wars. That's part of it. Like when you when you play Knights of the Republic, they do it. They do that when they have certain things that they they I, I, I love. They didn't necessarily do it in Clone Wars, but Clone Wars was more was less and you know it, serialized television. I understand that. If they're like, well, we're not going to do a crawl for every episode of television. I, I, I get that. But the movies do a crawl. Same way for the TV shows, do the art. Because there's always going to be the art and the setup, and I hope they continue to do it. Because the art is gorgeous when you look at the stuff that they set up at the end there with the music as they play it. And and I, and I still, my favorite, once once it's time, I'm going to start you know putting out, um, I'm gonna, I don't know if I'm going to make a poster out of this thing or whatever. But this is this is, where is it? No, that's not it. This is my favorite shot. One of my favorite shots in, in, in all of Star Wars. I was waiting for this for so long. It's so great. It's so great. It's, it's just, that was, a, that was a really great scene. And Tamar Morrison doing a great job as Boba Fett. You're getting, you're, you're, he's, he's so kind of subtle in the role. And I like what they're setting up with Boba now. They're giving him so much more depth of how he is, what he's done. And I'm curious if they're going to play. Because, look, they could put and this and this is where I say it doesn't like when they put certain characters in the show, if it makes sense, I'm all for it. Like if they go on a mission, because remember Darth Vader says to him at one point he goes no disintegrations. At what point did he put? And I think that they I think I don't know if they explained it in the comics. I can't remember in the canon comics. But at what point did he disintegrate someone? And Vader was like, no, don't do that. Um. I wonder if Vader will show up in a mission. You know, do they need him? No, they don't necessarily need him. But if they show up for a certain mission and it kind of plays in, nine episodes. So the book of Boba and chapters of his life combined with this new chapter. I hope that's the direction that they go. Um, I'm on board with it, though. I'm excited for it. I think it's a it's a really fun departure right now from Mandalorian, and then we'll be craving Mandalorian when it comes back. It sets up, Ob and we get, you know, we're going to get Obi-Wan, got all these new series. I love Star Wars TV, man, and I know, I know you guys, I know a lot of you guys love the the movie still. And if I get a movie, you know, in a couple of years, am I going to go see it? Am I going to watch it? Of course, I'm going to watch it. Do I necessarily? Am I craving a new movie in the theater? No, I'm not. I'm sorry, but I am loving Star Wars television. We got and we have a show, and, a, and it's good for those people who I don't know if you're watching Marvel uh, shows or not, but they just wrapped Hawkeye. Um, and it's a very different tone, obviously, from Hawkeye, which it's it's it, there, there's no there's no reason to say they were well they were trying to. It's two different companies in Marvel and Star Wars, but um, if you're watching it as a viewer, it's very different. It's a very very different feel. So this is a, this is a fun this is a fun Star Wars um, chapter to start to play in because it then because the other side of it too is we know you're getting Obi Wan. You know, like for me, I'm, I've still been missing the the Jedi, the Sith lore, all of that stuff. Um, but we got it with Ahsoka. We got it with Luke. We got it in, in Mandalorian. And we're going to get more of it in, in Obi-Wan. So this is the stuff that television does. And we're going to get it with Ahsoka. So this stuff that comes in now, that play. And the Acolyte, too, is another one. But this is the stuff that now, because of television, you're like, okay, well, now I want to play in this world. Now I want to play in the gangster world of the underworld of the of of star wars and that's what they're doing like i hope i want to see some darkness though you know no, not even necessarily because there's going to be betrayals there's going to be backstabbing there's i mean because even boba says he's like i'm the crime lord i'm the guy and it's like but yeah but you you do need to be ruthless inside of it and boba shows he can be ruthless he just blew up a guy up with a rocket so 
that side of it's pretty exciting. Um, I don't know, man. I, uh, I'm, I'm digging it. What about you guys? Are you excited about this show? Do you like this show? I have been commenting back to everybody on, um, on this channel. As I said, it's a brand new channel. Subscribe to it, please. It's been up for, I mean, we've been really pushing this channel for about three and a half, four months now. We just crossed 30,000 subscribers. So thank you for everybody there. If you're brand new to it, please subscribe. Uh, this is the Sith Council show. This is a shorter episode, though, but it's a longer kind of spoiler-specific episode of Boba Fett. But normally, I, I'm here with Steph Sabra and Mike Kalinowski. We'll be doing deep dives into it. I might be doing, and I'm curious, you guys can maybe answer this question in the comments section. What I, I for like Similar to what I did with Spider-Man, um, I did a spoiler-heavy review by myself like this, and then I did a spoiler discussion show with Winston and Coy. Should I do the same thing for these episodes? So like, so something like this, like I can't do it this week with Mike and Steph because it's still during the break, but I was thinking maybe I could do something like this, break it down, take the pictures like I just did, um, dive into it, talk to you guys about it, and then just do a discussion with Mike and Steph on, on, on Sith Council. Uh, or just do one episode like this. Um, very curious to what you guys would say. One is enough. Do both. Let me know. Very curious to see, hear what you think. But once again, guys, please subscribe to the channel. Thank you guys so very much for joining me. I appreciate it. And we'll see you next week for Book of Boba Fett and so many other things on this channel. But obviously, Book of Boba Fett next Wednesday. All right, guys. Peace out. Thank you. Oh, subscribe on, on podcast form as well. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere podcasts are found. All right. Peace out. I can